and gentlemen, this is Mambo number five. And John Iredale. What's up? John, what is our podcast called? Fins Down. First episode of the official Fins Down podcast. Why did we name it Fins Down? And what is our podcast about? Well, I mean, we named it Fins Down because our group is called Fins Up. And so, you know, I, I, I think we named it Fins Down because we're down, you know, but I don't think we're on the same page as that. So do you, what, what do you think the Fins Down name actually means, Cole? John, I was thinking about that in the shower, about why we call ourselves Fins Down. That was, it's truly, there's no reason. It's, I think Fins Up is land shark and we can't do land shark. So we're, yeah, copyright. It's a copyright reason. Yeah. We're Fins Down because there's not much there, you know, it's, it's an open opportunity. And one thing about us is, you know, people will follow us. So we're going to, we're going to see this. And then p- what people will learn is that there's nine of us, you know, nine people that like to do nothing, but yep. drink, watch football and talk shit. And then sometimes act smart and think we know what we're talking about. Sometimes. Yeah. Very rarely, but sometimes we act smart. Yeah. But I think what we don't have is the future. The future. Tell, but tell me, tell me what I see in the future and I'll tell you what I see. So you want me to tell you what I think you see in the future? Yes. I think you see, are you talking about the future of the podcast? Or are you talking about future of Fins Down? Because those are two. I think we're the, we're the biggest global, global, social, pop, cultural, sports, talk show, live, <laughs> video editing. Yeah. In person. In person, in the flesh. Some biggest say. fan base. Yeah. Business. Society speaking podcast in the in the world on not every platform, Apple Podcast, not, not in Georgia, not in Boston, but in the world, not in Virginia, because that's where I'm at. And why is that? It's because we're unscripted and unqualified, and, and unqualified, unfiltered, unpopulated, uneducated, unadulterated. We're, we're, that works too um uh, yeah you know i mean that's that's the whole point of the podcast though it's just two you know it's just a bunch of guys talking talking about live talking about you know we're all from the army so talking about army stuff you know drinking some drinks shooting the shit so i mean who, so who's one, not gonna who's not gonna like that well so one thing people need to understand is like look at you and look at me right now all right you look great you have a great pixelated you know hd 1080 pixel view of John Harrison. Yeah. And then you have this beautiful mic that looks, make you look like Joe Rogan. You know, you look like Joe Rogan over there, minus the cigar. What is Cole Mueller right now? I'm in the back of a garage, real, real time. It's 95 degrees in here. So I'm sweating through the shirt. Are you serious? And, it's, it's that hot. And I look, I look like Mario from 1995 in China. So there's nothing here besides just, you know, I feel like you see that that moves five seconds after I moved. Yeah, That's because I'm on a Huawei. I'm on a Huawei laptop right now. And don't get see, there's no mic here. You see, I'm just talking to my computer, my Huawei. China's taking this down. They might copy my idea. They might copy your idea when we come up with our business ideas, but stay tuned. But here's the thing, John. It's what day is it today? It's July 11th. Today is July 11th. Yes. What, what day is what what day is important significance in America in July 11th? It's Amazon Prime Day, John. 
the 11th through the 12th, Amazon Prime, not a sponsor. And, and guess what? Guess what? Guess what's important about the 11th? Cole bought his $150 podcast kit that he's going to have for the second episode of Vince oh, Down. Now, I, I, he doesn't have it. He doesn't have it for the first one. So the, the negative is, and mind you, see, I have this dumb dog that just snuck into my house and now he's running around. But the biggest importance here is I'm not going to sound like an idiot in the next episode. Smart, but. Well, I don't think you sound like an idiot now. You know, just a little, little fuzzy, a little, little. Well, when weird. people, when people, when there's, there's maybe three listeners, maybe, maybe seven, maybe ten, maybe, maybe eleven, 10, maybe twenty, yeah, maybe fifty. We don't know how many listeners we're gonna have in the first episode. I hope there's less than five, though. To be honest, with this sound quality and this audio quality, I don't want people to see me in this digitized, pixelated bullshit, but. I hope we have less than five followers and they're going to see us and they're going to be like, oh, wow, the second episode was much better. So this is just the the intro. Notice John's beautiful looking image, his beautiful sound quality. And then notice what you have when you don't invest in a air conditioned room. And by the end of this episode, you'll see me drenched and you'll see John smiling and happy as a happy dad. Speaking of happy dad, <laughs> so we're you know we got to kind of clarify what what the podcast is going to be about since this is the first episode. So the yes, first segment, go through the segments, John, please. All right, yeah, yeah. So the the different segments, right? So we got the first segment. You know, it's kind of like a we call a pregame. We're going to small talk. We're going to talk to each other like we just did. Uh, and, and then the next segment, unzip the sip. We're both going to find a beer. Uh, right after we shoot this podcast, we're going to go out. We're going to let each other know, hey, we should go get this beer. We're going to drink it. We're going to try it out. We're going to rate it. And then hopefully, you know, y'all join us too, drinking the same beer. After that, we got catch and release. We'll talk about that later when we get to that segment. And then Cole's going to give us a sports take. Big sports guy over here. You know, uh, could have been a quarterback in college. You know, unfortunately was not. But he could have been. He could have been. Big Packers fan, he, he's he's the best guy for the job. And then after that, we're going to do a Butter Bar Play of the Week. The reason it's called the Butter Bar Play of the Week is I am the Butter Bar on Instagram. It's at the real Butter Bar where I post recipes and cooking videos and all that. So I'm just going to give like a little recipe of the week, what I've been cooking this week, some tips, some tricks, all that good stuff. Then we got a business idea where one of us is going to give y'all a business idea. We don't care if you steal it. It's not copyrighted. Take it, leave it. We don't care. It's just a business idea. And then we got the army pet peeves where we're both just going to complain really about the army and our experience in the army. It could be anything, could be whatever. I'm sure y'all are going to experience a lot of the same stuff we experienced for in the military and the army, but it's just a time for us to vent. And then after that, we're going to end this, end the podcast with a fun fact. It can be literally anything like, Oh, you know, the giraffe has the longest tongue out of all the mammals. I don't know if that's correct. I think it is, but we're going to give you a fun fact. We're going to end it with that. But that is what Fins Down is all about. Unqualified, unfiltered, unscripted. Hey, Cole, you want to introduce uh, what we got for Unzip the Sip today? So we went into what we're doing for Unzip the Sip. Each episode, we try a new drink that we've both never tried before. We've never had it. We've never enjoyed it. We've never unenjoyed it. And for the first time, I to be fair, I think there's gunshots going on behind this garage as I speak. 
I thought that um, was you popping open your drink. Was no, that that's those are gunshots, I think, in my neighborhood. But don't worry about me. All right. This is a non-bulletproof garage door that I have behind me. I thought um, I said, uh, that looks I'm cool. in Savannah, Georgia. I'm not in, you know, the Hamptons right now. All right. So just bear with me. That's We're going to be okay. Um, yeah. So we pick one drink every single episode. And this episode, you know, wasn't my first choice. I'm not going to lie. This wasn't my first choice. This wasn't my second choice. I, I personally, this was, my third, this was my third choice of what we would start off as the preemptive, pre annual whatever the name is for the first of every kind of all unzip the sips but for the first unzip the sip it's going to be happy dad hard seltzer i'm actually more excited about this drink than the first idea that we had uh not a sponsor but i've heard so i don't know about you but i've heard so much about this drink the happy dad seltzer i've never had it obviously but yeah here we go he has he has the watermelon I have the uh, lemon lime here. Well, I'm going to do the lemon lime first with you, John, because I want to taste test. I want to see how your taste buds match up against mine as a chef versus a non-chef. Yeah, I think my taste buds are a little bit more uh, pronounced and elevated, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. You know, maybe maybe it takes a, a simple palate to, to enjoy these things. We'll find out. All right. Three, two, one. All right. Oh, yeah. Cheers, bro. Take it in. A late, that's a late cheers, John. All right, before I go into my rating, just a little little bit about Happy Dad Seltzer. So, you know, it's a it's you know, it has pretty close nutritional facts like White Claw or Truly. Like it has one gram of sugar, 100 calories, like, but something that defines this than the other uh uh seltzers, it has electrolytes. I don't know how many electrolytes it has. I don't know what the electrolytes actually do for you. I'm assuming it can make you drink more. But it was founded in June 2021 by Sam Shahadi, John Shahadi, and Kyle Borgiard. And it operates in Orange County, California. And their description is an easy-to-drink hard seltzer with low carbonation, simple, refreshing flavors with no strange aftertaste. Enjoyed out of a regular can, not a skinny one. Uh, apparently it's one of the most followed alcohol brands on social media right now with over 1.5 million followers. So this is what they do. And John, I'm not going to lie. Did you see that in what they advertise is they make a fat can, not a skinny can dad bod, not a slender bod. Yeah. Dad bod, happy dad, dad bod, happy seltzer. Now to to clarify how many electrical. So clarify on how many electrolytes they have. They have two electrolytes. That's how many electrolytes this has. So Wait, it's two so what I do, you you round up. So if you see how it says two carbs and 20 milligrams sodium. You divide that by 10. Oh. Cancel out the 20 milligrams of potassium and then you divide and then remultiply the added sugar. So that's going to equate to Two, two minus maybe 1.5 electrolytes. But the, the bottom line is you're not going to get the same headache that you get when you drink a Truly. Now, don't let's not talk about Truly Blueberry. That's a different flavor. But when you get to Truly, White Claw, literally any seltzer, the skinny Slender Buds, you're not going to have a Happy Dad fat bod. Um, 
uh, I don't know how sound your science is with those electrolytes. I believe you because I'm an idiot, but like, I, I think it stands true to not having a lot of carbonation, you know, like I, I don't think this has, I don't know about yours, but this doesn't have a lot of carbonation. I know. For a second, I thought it wasn't refrigerated because it wasn't as carbonated. Yeah. I mean, the same scratchy feeling in my throat, like the, the yeah. static TV feeling. Um, like I, thought I it think was... it's it's less flavor. Would you agree that this is less flavor than the average seltzer, but there's less bad aftertaste at the same time? Like it tastes more like water than it does, like compared to a white claw or a truly. I do agree. I it doesn't have like, you know how truly has that really bad smell. Like when you smell a truly, especially the grapefruit truly, it smells like dog shit. Like it is, it smells so bad. But this is like you're right. It it has yeah, more. Really it, it tastes more like water, but I still get the lemon lime. It's not like the lemon lime's not there, but it does make you think you're drinking a seltzer that's been sitting out, like because it doesn't have that carbonation, but it feels refreshing at the same. Like it's not a bad sitting out. It's like this it's is still- the type of drink I would drink if I was trying to get drunk. Does that make sense? Not yeah. if I was trying to enjoy it. I think it's a great beach drink because you won't feel bloated like drinking this because it doesn't have a lot yes. of carbonation. You're right. So. There is probably less bloat in this. And then looking at it, I mean, there's not much. There's, yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. I don't think the flavors are, you know, as elaborate as a, but who wants, you know, truly has about 17,000 flavors now. You know, they got the fruit punch flavor, the Guantanamo oh, yeah. Bay flavor. Yeah. the everything you know who wants the guantanamo bay pineapple i don't i i who probably wants, only... who wants the clydesdale budweiser you know palm granite seltzer flavor i don't nobody now nobody now but they did they did and we'll get to that we'll get to it i have a story about that i probably um, only had about 10 flavors of truly honestly like 10 that i actually like I probably had more being drunk. You just grab a drink, whatever. But like, I only remember really 10 flavors and like, they're all the basic flavors. Like White Claw has the same flavors. Truly has the same flavors. But like Seltzer has the same flavors now. Don, you, you walk into Walmart and the Walmart greeter is offering you at least 12 different flavors of Truly. Like he's oh, yeah. literally handing you 12. He's like, please take these. As the greeter, he's saying, welcome to Walmart. Please take my fruit punch and my Mexican margarita Trulies right now. Yeah, it's always in the front. And there's always like more than 10 boxes there and you're just overwhelmed. Like, and that's why we tried, that's why we tried happy dad is because happy dad's in the very back and he's not even in Walmart. I found him in a a liquor store, you know, six miles from my house, but I'm glad I found him. What would you, what would you rate this one out of 10? Are we doing the taste appearance? Are we doing that thing where we do taste? Yeah, and then visual. What was our other metric? We had taste out of ten, visual out of ten, and then um. A click, uh, oh, use utility, utility, utility. utility yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay, let's. I guess we'll start with appearance. One, I I like the simple can. It's not, you know, it's not saying a whole lot. Um, it doesn't like it looks like a beer which I think is it's what it's kind of drawn towards. It's like, it doesn't have that slender can. You pick it up and you're like, oh, I'm drinking like a, I don't know, like a like a Bud Light, Natty Light. It kind of has like the Natty Light colors and stuff on there. So 
I personally like the simple appearance. You know, I don't need a big ocean wave. I don't need like all these colors and stuff on there. Like, I still can differ differentiate this from other beers and other seltzers. So, I mean, I give the appearance a solid like eight. Yeah, it's simple. You know, I I honestly like it more than eight. I'll give it like a nine. Because oh, I okay. think I think it's kind of. You know, every every other seltzer can, like you were saying, is just like they try to make it as extra as possible, and they're colorful yeah. and they're they have giant big letters of everything. And this is just like you got four words on the logo: hard, happy dad seltzer. And then I like the name, happy dad. Like you can't you can't beat that. Yeah, I mean, no one wants a sad dad because <laughs> sad dad goes sad dad goes home and sad dad leaves, and then all of a sudden kid has no dad, and there's no no dad seltzer. That that would be depressing if there was a no dad. There's seltzer. only a happy dad and a craw dad, and there ain't a sad dad. You don't have a dad? Take the no dad seltzer. It'll cheer, chill your cheer you no, right no, up. You know what I'm saying? It's only a happy dad or no dad. <laughs> Did you know they also have a happy mom raspberry flavor? It's happy, happy mom. Yeah, it's called happy. It's a it's the same you know company, Happy Dad, but it's called Happy Dad Happy Mom Raspberry. It's an actual why flavor. The mom, why would the mom give the raspberry? I don't know. I don't. I don't like your little kid's stomach. I don't. I don't know. Maybe it's a raspberry sweet. Yeah, mom. Okay. Well, moms are typically sweet. Maybe on like episode two hundred and twelve, when we're getting hot, we'll do. We'll try the happy mom. Happy yeah, mom. yeah. I wonder if they'll still be in business by then. Hopefully, I mean. Who's okay, the name that's... of this guy? What's the name of the guy that invented this? Well, let me check. It's uh, Sam Shahidi and John Sam... Shahidi. Sam Shahidi and Sean Shahidi. I mean, one of you two is a happy dad, and I hope the other one is too. But well, they're brothers. They're two brothers that actually started this company. It's pretty crazy. So they must have had a dad. I, I would believe so. Yes, they probably came from some type of father. But hopefully, he was happy. Hopefully, that was the inspiration. Uh, but for taste, I, like I said, I well, that was a good lemon lime. Huh? I said that was a good lemon lime. I wanted the watermelon. You already drank the lemon lime? John, I like Sean and Shad Shahidi. Okay, well, you know what? Fine. I mean, I haven't finished mine, but I'm going to try the pineapple here real quick. Because I want to give it a fair fair uh, critique of the flavor. And I don't think you can try one flavor to say if the taste is bad or not. So The watermelon is actually better than the lemon lime. Pineapple? I like lemon lime better than pineapple. Well then, so we already have our hierarchy, like high high we, got, we already have our hierarchy right now. We got watermelon number one, lemon lime two. I think every lemon lime seltzer is guaranteed to almost taste the most like water of any yeah. type of seltzer flavor. So we're kind of on the same wavelength right there. Um, the watermelon is is really good. Yeah, I like the lemon lime. But... So we didn't. We gotta we gotta move on from ones of the sip, but we're gonna finish this. So right now we got. Eight and nine for visual. For taste, I'm going to bump it up from what I was going to give it, which was a 6.8. I'm going to bump it up to a 7.2 with this watermelon. So what do you got, John? Yeah, see, I'm, I'm gonna, I was going to be in the sevens too. I'm going to give it a 7.8 because I want to give it an eight. Jesus Christ. But I, I know there's a lot of other better seltzers out there, but this is refreshing. So I would still give it a 7.8. It's above average, above average. So I'm going, okay, so I'm, I'm writing these down. I'm taking tabs. Okay. And then 
what was our fucking third? I always forget the third metric. U- utility. Utility. Who yeah. gives a shit about the third metric? But we're, we're going to count it. Um, because two metrics doesn't even even out. It does even Honestly, out. Which is we why I don't probably like could it. just do the two metric. We could probably just say what the utility is. Ut- which is- ut- utility is my favorite one. Is because it doesn't matter. Because if you if you think the taste and the visual is good, then it's fucking utility. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's you- utilized. You know. Um. Yeah. I'm going to give out of a 10. I don't, yeah. We'll give it out of 10. What are we doing? Are we, are we playing beard eye? Or are we drinking with our, you know, our in-laws? The beach. You know I mean? How would this play out at the beach? Um, It's probably a nine for me. Yeah. I was, I was going to give it a 9.2 because you could even play this with beard eye. You can play this with beer pong. You can play like any game with this because well, it is light and it's only 5%. Well, think about this. Think about this. There's a, a pro and a con. Pro. It's a white can. So sun, it's going to get less hot than a blue, yeah. you know, blue raspberry truly can, you know? Yeah. yeah. This is going to stay cooler longer. Like a Miller Lite. Like, yeah. America's finest pilsner. Um. But here's – we're not going to get to Miller Lite because we never will because we've had about 2,000 dozen we've, each. We've deleted way too um, many Miller Lights. But, but here's, here's, here's the con of, of Happy Dad's utility. You know how much this cost me to get 12? How much? $23. It cost me 18 Well, guess what? It's because Virginia is a bunch of home-broke idiots. Well, where, did, where, where did you get yours? I got mine from Savannah, Georgia. Georgia. Sweet molasses. So that's what I'm trying to tell you is right now to get this, you know how many I could get for, I could get 12 more lights for five bucks. I could walk over to the homeless guy and you give me 12 more lights for five bucks right across the street. Yeah. Just lie. Say you're not 21. Just wait outside the liquor store away for someone to walk out and be like, Hey, what can I- that's what they're doing right now. Miller light doesn't even, you don't even have to be 21 to get Miller light here. Um, True. So I'm going to give, you're going to say, what would you say utility? I said 9.2. Okay, you can drink this anyway. and I give it a nine. All right, so we'll we'll calculate the scores later, but I'm just going to do some arithmetic. And right now, I got 18, 25.2 divided by three. Don't even know. That's fine. We're going to figure it out in the next episode. If people don't know this, and people aren't going to know this because no one's going to watch this show, John. They'd be a dumbass to watch this show. Um, they'd be dumbass to listen to this even more than to watch the show. Okay. Um, Honestly, but if they did, if they did, they'll know that we have a select number of friends, not that many, less than yeah. anyone else that would probably ever watch the show has. But those yeah. friends care about us deeply for no reason. There's literally zero reason why they would like us, and they do, and they love us, and we love them. And uh, some of them aren't our friends. Let's be honest. They love us, but we don't really like them. So we're going to have some of these people on and it's a sabotage. And then some people will come on the show and we'll show love, we'll, we'll meet and greet, we'll be amicable, we'll be acquaintances, and then we'll, you know, the dictator right here. Mm-mm. Yeah. yeah. Cut the throat. Complete, cut, completely it's, following. It's, cut, it's cutthroat. It's literally, it's the most drama you can get on a non-drama reality TV show. It's a podcast, but it's it's reality TV. It is. It's reality TV on a podcast. And that's what I'm going to give it to you is... Catch and release is literally, it's like Shark Week, which is, guess what? It's Shark Week as of today. 
Shark Week starts today, but I'm going to go into catch and release as of today is what we're doing is I'm going to bring someone in. So John and me are going to bring somebody in. We're going to bring them in. We're going to reel them in. They're going to be on our podcast. Fins down. They're going to be excited about it. We're going to catch not, them. If they're not, you'll see what happens. We're going to give them at least 15 questions and we're going to pounder them right there. Boom, 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 boom. And they're going to be from a variety of topics. What's your favorite color to how many men have you had sex with? This could be anything. It truly could. And the, the bottom line is it's all in good. It's all in good intent. And we want them to be happy about it. Um, but if they don't give us what we want, then what do we do, John? We release them. We And where do we, what is that? The red X? We release them back to the it, wild. It's not the, it's not the green call sign. It's not the keep them on. It's not hold for another number. It's not, please wait while we transfer you to AutoZone. No, it's adios, motherfucker. All right. So truly, we give them 10 minutes on the show. 10 minutes. And then if we like yeah. them, John and me will give ourselves the side eye. You know, hopefully we give them the same side eye because accidentally John could hit the red X. And I think he's thinking the green call sign. And then we keep them on. John accidentally kicks them off. And then we're screwed. But truly, we're going to try to be on the same page and make sure that we keep the same person on that we like for the whole episode. Yeah. And so that I mean, guy ideally stays on. Like, And that person will officially be a part of the Fins Down crew. Like you have to you have to be able to swim in our pond if you want to join our pond. That's the whole point of it. Like if you if we you catch to, you. Do you want to swim in our pond? Do you want is to swim that, in our is that, is that is that our last question of them? I think I think that's that, that's a good idea. Do you think you're worthy to swim in our pond? Uh, Which, John, that's a good idea. It's, it's we just, ask them, do you want to swim in our pond? Or it should and be even, ocean. Even if they say yes. It should be here's ocean. A, here's, an idea, here's an idea. Do you want to swim in our pond? Our ocean. Do you want to swim in our ocean? Because we're not a pond. We're sharks. Do you, to, do you want to swim in our ocean? Is yeah. both of us are agreeing to we want to keep them on. That's a catch. Yeah. Do you? Would you? Would you like to swim in our ocean? Is a no. That's a release. So we say, would you like to swim in our ocean? And if they say yes, it doesn't matter. We're kicking them off. They're releasing back in the wow. Beep. You're gone. Big white hammerheads about to snatch, snatch. Um, that's that. Anyways, that's the concept of catch and release, John. So right, in this please. segment, I'm not going to say I'm completely unqualified. He's obviously way more qualified than me, and probably 90% of you are, but I wouldn't say I'm completely unqualified. But, Cole, you want to introduce uh, the fourth fin? Yeah, the fourth fin is uh, Cole's sports take of the week, and we're a weekly podcast. We're not a daily podcast, so thank God I don't have to come up with something I want to talk about for 15 minutes, 10 minutes for sports every single day. I mean, you could. But you could. I could. And I, I honestly, if we wanted to do a sports podcast every day, I would be happy about it. But I think every podcast out there is everything about sports. And then, you know, you want something sports, something not sports. And that's why we, you know, we unzip the sip. We do a business idea. We talk shit about the army. We talk shit about, you know, pretty much anything we want to talk shit about. And then we have a good time, you know, we drink alcohol and then we, we shake hands and then we do dilly dilly at the end. 
Except you know, if you want really. to do a sports podcast, let's say this blows up and you get a following, you can always leave. I'll take I'll take the reins once around episode one hundred. If so, if you want to do a sports podcast with somebody else, well, I got to make it to episode two twelve for Happy Mom Raspberry. But once two twelve hits, I'm capiche. Yeah, Vince Down is done after episode two twelve. Uh, you can stop paying me, John, after episode two twelve. Do you want to know the NFC or the AFC Super Bowl favorites first? And and my Super Bowl favorites. And then you can give me your own, but I don't want to hear your fucking New England Patriots. Okay, well, the Patriots are always going to be my favorites. So that, that answers your question already, as you can see. Patriots. Um, so who who is your a- <laughs> excuse me? Who's your a- <laughs> uh who's your a- <laughs> Jesus help this man? Who's your who's your AFC? favorite for 2023 Super Bowl. Well, Phil, this is a unique situation that we're dealing with in the 2023 AFC Super Bowl favorites. Uh, let me just break this down into three tiers, all right? Mm-hmm. Cut the shit, Phil. All right? Yep. We got three tiers of my AFC favorites. Everybody knows the AFC is stacked this season, all right? There's not a debate about which conference is better, NFC or AFC. It's the AFC. Thank God I'm a Packers fan. I'm in the NFC and I have nothing to worry about except for three teams. What, but, why do you think the AFC is the best? Name, the three, name three QBs in the NFC that are better than the top 10 QBs in the AFC. And I'm not going to make you do that because I know you don't. It's going to take you about 20 minutes to name 20, you know. Yeah. I, 20 I minutes. It's going to be it's going to be a 30 for 30 episode of ESPN for you to figure out what the best 10 QBs in the AFC are. So. Truly, what I'm going to say is right now, the AFC, you've got tiers, but honestly, the the difference between the tiers is even closer than the tiers between the NFC. Like, there's a drop-off. And when I say Super Bowl favorites, I'm talking about teams also that can even make the Super Bowl. Like, there's teams that I like that I'm like, they can make the playoffs and make a a wave in the divisional round. But they're not going to make – there's no – there's literally zero chance they're going to make the Super Bowl. There's no shot. Um, and the NFC, especially because there's teams like, oh, that team's sexy because guess what? There's no one else that can, you know, there's no one else that's going to beat them. So they're going to make their waves and then they're going to, but guess what? There's three powerhouses in the NFC and that's really all we're going to deal with. So you're, talking about AFC, 20, you're talking about 2024 Super Bowl favorites, right? Um, John, I want to let you know that the 2023 season is the makeup of the February 2024 Super Bowl. So 2024, when it's February and the Super Bowl is happening, that's the 2023 Super Bowl. It's uh, it's it's unique to you. I think you're learning. I'm going to teach you something on this episode every day. You're going to learn something. It's not every day, though. It's every week. Um, I'm going to get into my first tier, though. I'll get into my third tier. My third tier. No, first tier. I'm going to do my first tier first. Yeah. All right. So my – and. Honestly, I think these three teams, there's there's four teams in the NFL that are like clear, you know, they're Super Bowl or bust this season. And that's weird to say because like, wow, there should only be two. No, there's going to be four teams in the NFL that are, and three of them are in the AFC. Everyone knows the Bills, the Bengals, and the Chiefs. Yep. What's my favorite team? The Bills. Now, why is that? Because the Bills have the best defense. So you look at the secondary they're stacked. Like literally you look at their cornerbacks, they have blue chip talent across the board. Their safeties, their cornerbacks, there's depth literally in their nickel spot. They got two nickels. They got two secondaries in the right corner and two, like 
their cornerbacks on the left and right side, they've they can play a fucking dime defense all game with injuries and they'll still have blue chip talent on the field. Um Jordan Poyer, Micah Hyde, kind of, you know, riled vets, but they're still they're still good players. They're still best safety tandem in the NFL, in my opinion. Um and then they got a great defensive line. And their their linebackers, Matt Milano, AJ Espinet, like there's nothing right home about. Like they're you want to say like they're the best? No, but they're they're good. Um offense, I think they could use another offensive weapon on on the Bills. I think they don't have that many receivers that can make a punch as far as like you got Stephon Diggs, you just drafted Dalton Kincaid out of Utah in the first round, and then you also got uh Who's the fucking Dalton Knox or yeah, not Dalton Knox, uh, Dawson, Dawson Knox. Shoot me in the face. Um, but like Khalil Shakir, great slot receiver, but people don't think about it because they're like, who the fuck is Khalil Shakir? He's a really good player. Gabriel Davis, a really good wideout. He's a really good number two. Who's our but, running back? Who's the running back? Yeah. James Cook. Uh-huh. But like, yeah. So like, that's my thing. Is like, you have James Cook, and then you have there's and there's not a lot of depth behind them too. Um, but I think truly, like, they have the best defense, and then they have a great talent at quarterback, which is what these next two teams in the AFC have as well. Which I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go quick. I don't want to go spend this fucking 45 minutes on the sports. But you get the Bengals, Joe Burrow. So they don't have a top tier defense. They have a top 15 defense. I'll give them a top 15. But when you have Joe Money, Joe Cool, at quarterback. Joe Cool, yeah. Some people say some people say he's probably more clutch than someone like Josh Allen. And I wouldn't be surprised because, like, we've seen him in the playoffs the last two seasons, and what has he done, John? What has he done? I mean, he, he did, what, didn't they go to the Super Bowl two years ago? Yes, they did. Yeah. Good call. Good call. They did. They lost, but the bottom line is they're a good team. They're a really good team, even though they lost to the Rams. Um, their Pretty offense is, is almost the exact same, except they got better at offensive line. Their their offensive tackles they've stout like they're stout. They're really good, and um, I would be surprised if they didn't make the AFC Championship. I think there's no way that they line up with, you know what I mean? I think the Bills are going to have a hard time becoming the one or two seed. And I think it's going to be harder for them to make it. But I'm still going to say my my team for the AFC that's going to go to the Super Bowl is the Bills. That's my team right now. And I'll keep it the rest of the season. And I hope it is the Bills. Um, except for one team. I hope the Jets. But we'll get to Tier 3 in a second. Um I didn't hear the Patriots in there, so it's kind of Chiefs. Chiefs are my second, my third team. So here's the thing: they have no volume pass catchers on their team right now. I mean, I'm not going to say Juju Smith-Schuster leaves and like they're they're terrible, but like Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Kadarius Tony, uh, the Sydney, the or not Sydney Rice, fucking uh, Rice out of uh, his name's his last name is Rice out of uh, SMU, Rashid Rice. He's I like him. I wanted him to get drafted by the Packers, but he didn't. That's fine. We got Jaden Reed out of Michigan State for the Green Bay. That's all I want. Um, but I wanted Rashid Rice, not gonna lie. 
Um, that those three are going to be good, but they also have a ton of other players. They got Smith Marset from Iowa. Um, they got Cornell Powell from Clemson. They have a lot of other like unique pieces that they can put in their offense that are going to be fast dynamic threats. Like the, the exactly the new England Patriots, when they would fucking just have one guy that could run vertical for 80 yards, but he couldn't do anything else. That's what they have. Um, their offensive line, they got better. Even though they lost Orlando, like it's cool, but they got Donovan Smith at left tackle and Juwan Taylor from the Jaguars at right tackle. So those are two high paid tackles that can finally protect freaking uh who's that idiot quarterback, Pat Mahomes? That no one really likes to hear talk. I'm just kidding, I like Pat Mahomes. He's like probably my fourth favorite quarterback in the NFL. Um, their defense is top 15 starting lineup on paper, but they have zero depth. So here's my reason why the Chiefs are not gonna repeat. Look at their defensive roster. They have no players behind their starting lineup. Absolutely none. Was you are going to get to like – you look at Travis Kelsey, and I, I didn't even talk about Travis Kelsey, but like, okay, we all get it. Travis Kelsey's a fucking Hall of Famer. He's one of the best tight – he is the best tight end to ever play football. I think he's better than Rob Gronkowski. Uh, disagree, but yeah. He, he – great. If he's healthy all season, phenomenal. They're going to win 13 games. But when they get to the playoffs – and they have really good defenses playing against Travis Kelsey and Pat Mahomes, and you have a banged-up defense, the Chiefs do not have a defense. So they better hope they're the one seed because they don't want home field advantage, all that, but whatever. Um, Besides that, second tier of the AFC, Jets, Jaguars, Ravens. So those are my three second-tier teams. Jets, obviously you got Aaron Rodgers. You have a great young defense. You have a great – literally their defense depth and – starting lineup, everything, you cannot be more excited for as a Jets fan to have that team uh, just for the defense. Literally with Zach Wilson, that team could have made the playoffs and he got hurt and then he came back and he was rattled and then they fizzled. They fizzled. So I think with Ram Rodgers at quarterback, they're a legit playoff contender and I'm saying they can make the Super Bowl. They can. Um, Jaguars, obviously they have no fucking competition in the AFC South. Yep. Houston, great. You got CJ Stroud. Your team fucking sucks. Congratulations, defensive coordinator from fucking uh, San Francisco. Um, Baltimore, Lamar Jackson's back. Odell Beckham. You, do you drafted the fucking. You drafted the receiver. Do you still think Lamar Jackson's a tier one quarterback? No, but Lamar Jackson's one of the best quarterbacks as far. He's not one of the best quarterbacks, but he's one of the best players in the NFL. Yeah, I keep seeing all this stuff on the internet about him still being a tier one quarterback. But did he, did he have an did he have, ever have an elite player to catch the ball from him? Though that's my point. He's never had like think about DeAndre Hopkins. He's had no one to throw him the ball, and he's fucking making plays every day. Well, ooh, imagine if he had Lamar Jackson. He had but, Marquise Brown. He had Eric Andrews. Marquise Brown is is so fast. nothing right home about. Okay. Oh. But I agree with you, John. I, I agree that he's not a tier one quarterback. Yeah. he's the, They're the bottom team of my tier three or tier two. Jaguars, I think, you know, they're like a really young, good defense, kind of like the Jets. Their offense, you're, they're getting Calvin Ridley. Everyone's talking about Calvin Ridley coming back and a gamble on his team again. Choke, choke. Yeah. I think their team is like primed for a home playoff game. I think they can win one. And then they're going to be in the divisional round. So I think the Jaguars, an easy divisional round, you slate them in. And that's like 
wow, like kind of like too little too late. But I really do think the Jaguars are they're going to be a divisional round home playoff game team. Um, no, away team. But Dolphins, Chargers are my tier three. And I think Dolphins, Chargers, I, the only question mark on the Dolphins are their defensive depth. They have a good secondary and they have a good defensive line. They don't have a great defensive line, but they have a good defensive line. Um, the Chargers, they have Justin Herbert and they have Austin Eckler. They have really good defensive edge rushing presence. They have Derwin James and they have some pass catchers that can win they're healthy, but they, the problem is they're never healthy. Well, um, isn't Eckler like, isn't he upset about his contract though? Are they going to have like, he's back, he's back. Okay. He's settled for this year. I don't know if he's back for multiple seasons, but he's back for this year. For this year, okay. Um, but I would say Dolphins. It's it's Tua. It's it's Tua. Can you do it or not? If if Tua can do it, I think the Dolphins have the one of the best offensive rosters in the NFL. And if 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 Tua is a top twelve quarterback, he doesn't have to be the best. He doesn't have to be a top five, top ten, top twelve. I think gets them in divisional round or higher in the playoffs. Yeah, um, you saw them against the Bills on the road, and they played pretty damn well. So, those are my three tiers in the AFC. NFC, it's going to be a lot quicker. You got the Eagles. So I fucking hate the Eagles. Everything about them. Shout out Tony Perone, idiot it's Tony. So the thing is, they lost their coordinators because they're so good that all their coordinators got head coaching positions. But this conference is so top heavy. There's there's three teams, like I said that I really think are like elite and then everyone else is, is like in the middle of the mix. And like, when I say middle, it's like bottom middle. Um, their offense has not changed. They've only gotten better. So like quarterback wise, like even behind Jalen hurts, they have, they have depth. Um, their defense, they kept the same, they kept the same compound. They got the same chemistry. Um, the only thing I would say is their safeties. Like, their red chip talent right there. You have Reed Blankenship. Not not excited if I'm an Eagles fan about Reed Blankenship. Yeah. They lost CJ Gardner Johnson. And uh I mean, you look at like their pass rushers, yeah, they're really good. But like again, I was saying they're secondary, it's old. You have Darius Slay. I love him, a former Detroit Lion. He's a really good playmaker. James Bradbury, good player. AJ, you got Maddox. Kayvon Wallace, Greedy Williams, that's a good depth of corner that you have right there. Um, but like Terrell Edmonds, they got from the Steelers, that safety from Virginia Tech, he's below average. That's why the Steelers let him go. Um, so I don't think they have a great safety core. Um, but their, their corners, they have depth. Their defensive line is the best defensive line in football alongside the Bills. Um, they got fucking Hassan Riddick. Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Jalen Carter, Nolan Smith. And then also, like, if we're not talking pass rushers, they got Jordan Davis, too. So, like, they have the best six defensive linemen as far as a core in the NFL. So, mm-hmm. I think they're the favorite easily. They have, like, instead of fucking Gardner Minshew last year, they got Marcus Mariota as a backup. They're going to win football games with Marcus Mariota as a backup. He was a starter for the Falcons last year. But the Falcons were a terrible team, and they have fucking the best team, the best roster in the NFL. The, the Eagles have the best roster in the football and like literally in football. So you can say what you want. You take away Jalen Hurts and they still have the best roster. Um, they're similar to the 49ers, which is where I'm going to get to next. The 49ers take away 
any quarterback they want. Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold. I don't give a fuck who starts. They have a phenomenal defense. Phenomenal. I'm not going to list all their names. They have, have they the decided team. who's going to start? Uh, no. No. But I think it's gonna. It's not going to be fucking uh, Brock Purdy. I think in the preseason. So it's going to be Trey Lance getting snaps, and then it's going to be Sam Darnold getting snaps. And I think Sam Darnold's going to impress people because he's got Kyle Shanahan as his play caller. Um, and then the Cowboys. Cowboys are that team that like every year you're like that team's going to win. That team's going to be an NFC championship caliber team and then they fucking bust. But I mean, there's no one, there's literally no one, but these two teams that they have to worry about. There's nobody, absolutely no one. So the Cowboys are one C I gave them one a and the Eagles one B and the Seahawks are not one B in the hours, one C and the Cowboys. Well, when I say B and C, those that's, Tier two. Yeah, yeah. So you got tier one Eagles and then tier two and the 49ers and Cowboys. There's a third tier and that's a fucking small tier. And it's the Seahawks. And when I say like a miracle, I'm talking like, you know, James Bond jumping over the Edward, you know, Edward Jones dome. You know, it's not going to happen. They surprisingly did well last season though, didn't they? Yeah. They have a great secondary. Their skill positions on offense are phenomenal. They haven't changed. They drafted Devin Witherspoon with the fifth pick out of Illinois. So I believe it was the fifth pick. But they have a great defensive secondary. Defensive line, linebackers, not, not nothing like special, special. They got Bobby Wagner back from the Rams. Just did a little couple of year, one year of a thing, but then came back. Um, but their offensive line, maybe not the best. And that's where, like, Geno Smith, with that offensive line, do I trust them to beat the 49ers, Eagles, or – Cowboys in the playoffs? Fuck no. So they're going to be the fourth best team in the NFC, and then the NFC sucks besides that. So um, God bless America. So what I really care about in this episode is is a passion of mine that I've started to like get into more, which is cooking. I've I'm actually – you have I'm a, terrible, been- I'm a terrible chef, John. I'm a terrible chef, but I know that you – Please give me your like intro to like what you because before I start giving the, the floor to John, John Iredale is maybe one of the most interesting men in America. He's almost 31 years old, which is old. Very old. Don't even let him fool you. He's old. Be 31 in six days. And the problem with that is he's done so much with his life that you make you it makes you think he's young because I feel young. John, like Cordon Bleu. I'm not going to even stop. I'm going to let him give his intro but he was a chef he does the michelin star bullshit whatever the hell jigglypuff whatever you want to call it he's done it at a restaurant and then you you put him in the army he's like i want to join the army go special forces and he does that bullshit you know breaks his kneecap and his left neck in half and then he's like i'm gonna go to west point does that you know easy peasy because you know you don't have to try and then he goes out and then all of a sudden guess what He's a logistics army officer and he's doing a cooking page and he's teaching people how to cook like me that don't know how to cook. And all of a sudden now I'm an inspiring chef, not inspiring us. I'm not inspiring people. I'm an aspiring. He is inspiring people with his cooking. But John, please give me, give me your uh, intro of yourself before you talk about the uh, butter bar of the week. Well, first I got to say that's, it's hard to beat that intro. You kind of like, 
you you pumped me up right there. I like that. Like that that was good. Um, a little exaggerated for for those who are listening. A little exaggerated, but yeah, I did go to culinary school. Worked in some Michelin star restaurants. Um, somehow ended up in the army. Don't know how that happened, but here I am. <laughs> Not for log. We're gonna talk about that later. Um, but so for this next next segment, the uh butter butter bar meal of the week or butter bar dish of the week, whatever. Kind of, I'm gonna kind of give cooking tips and tricks and uh and kind of give a recipe here. Um, I have an Instagram page at the real butter bar. Check it out. I post all my recipes and videos there. It's, it's brilliant. It's brilliant. Yeah, it's it, it's he's got it's, like 1135 followers right now. It, he started well, out with fucking seven. It's it's 1246 right now, but and, uh, who's counting? Um, but I also have a website, www.thebutterbar.org. You can get to find the website or find the recipes there. Okay, quick little plug there. But, um, okay. So after two weekends ago, after, <laughs> yeah, after visiting Savannah and literally eating and drinking my way through Savannah with you, with our lifeguard bar crawl, really I had to go like, yeah, great time. Next time y'all are in Savannah, <laughs> come to the bar crawl. Come find Cole Mueller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just contact contact Cole Mueller or contact the Fins Down page and find out what the bar crawl is going to be for that weekend. But we did that. We did a live. But yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we did a, a <laughs> we did a lifeguard bar crawl two weekends ago. Had a had way too many beers. Probably gained about twenty pounds in beer. So for the butter bar recipe of the week, it's going to be something healthy and something that I've actually been diving more into, and it's the air fryer. So as excited as Cole gets about sports, as you can tell by his his sports take, I get that excited about cooking. All right. So the air fryer, I never used to use an air fryer. I used to hate air fryers. Since I've been starting my page and everything, I've been doing TikTok. And I've I've seen so many air fryer recipes. Cole, do you have an air fryer? I don't know if you have an air fryer. I use chicken nuggets only in the air fryer. Okay. So a lot so Cole uses an air fryer for chicken nuggets. But you can actually use the air fryer as like an oven, right? So one of my favorite ways to eat healthy and like meal prep and all that is I like I just take a piece of foil, I line the air fryer basket with foil, easy cleanup. Like so all you have to take out, all you have to do is take out the foil. Don't don't even need to wipe down the like the air fryer. But I put like, you know, I'll cut up some broccoli, put some olive oil, uh, seasoned salt, some garlic, just mix that up. Put in the air fryer at 400 degrees for like 10 minutes. Boom. You got roasted broccoli in like no time. You get the nice char. You get a nice flavor. There's like no fat, none of that. You're not frying anything. Um, but I do that. So I take the broccoli, take it out, and I wrap it back in the foil. So it retains the heat and it stays warm. And then I'll add like sweet potatoes. Or I, then I'll put, in, you know, I'll line the air fryer again with foil and add sweet potatoes. Just a little bit of olive oil, coconut oil, whatever you want to put in it. Um, once again, you season what you want. Like I, you know, you can do dried herbs. Like, uh, I do dried oregano. I do salt, pepper, air fry that up. Takes about the sweet potatoes take a little bit longer. You want to do a lower temperature about three ninety, and then you cook it for about 12 to 15 minutes. So the outside's going to get, you're going to get that nice char on the outside and the inside's going to be nice and soft. It's going to be like French fries. Take those out. I don't wrap them in the foil because you don't want to lose the crispiness. You don't, don't want them to lose your crunch. And then after that, once again, take more foil, line the air fryer. And that's when you just add your chicken. So I do like a chicken breast, two chicken breasts at a time. However, you know, like I cook for my girlfriend. So 
I put two, I put two chicken breasts in there, season it with salt, pepper. Once again, a little bit more olive oil, a little bit of coconut oil, air fry that for about, once again, same about the sweet potatoes, about 12 to 15 minutes, depending on the thickness of the chicken. Take that out. It should be nice and moist in the center. A lot of people make the mistake of over overcooking chicken breast because they're afraid of the pink in the middle. You want to cook chicken breast to 160 degrees Fahrenheit in the center. So I definitely recommend investing in a thermometer. So you want to cook at 160 and then the re residual temperature will cook it to 165 while you let it rest. So 165 is a safe temperature to cook chicken breast. <laughs> so I take it out, wrap that up. So right there, you got your broccoli. You got a nice source of fiber, vitamins, et cetera. You got your sweet potatoes, which is your carbs and all that. So you don't need to make rice or anything like that. Then you got the chicken breast. Whole meal is probably like 500 calories, 550 calories, somewhere around there. Fills you up. You use one device, the air fryer. Easy cleanup. You know, I mean, if you want to cook the chicken, you may be, you know, cleaning up a, a cutting board or something like that. But I highly recommend investing in the air fryer. It's not overrated. Now, I have the Ninja air fryer. It's like the 10 in one. It's like an air fryer grill, blah, blah, blah. I don't recommend. I don't like the all-in-one appliances. Just get a normal air fryer and then just take turns, wrap it up to keep it warm. And boom, you're using one device. You're using one machine. You're cleaning it up. Easy cleanup. And that is my butter bar dish slash tip of the week. Invest in an air fryer. It's healthy. Use a lot less fat. So after that long weekend of drinking, eating, going out, you can use the air fryer, make some healthy recipes. But I have a question on that. So can yeah, you what's, put, your, what's your question, chef? Can, I, can you can you put tinfoil in an air fryer? You can. Yeah, depending, I would definitely it read. Says, it says on the manual, do not. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying you're bullshit. The, the man, so Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Depends on the machine. So definitely read the manual. My, on my Ninja air fryer, I can put foil in there. Mine says it'll cause a fire if you do it. Yes. So I'm like scared to do it because I was like, oh, I don't want to make my air fryer dirty. Because yeah. my the only reason I let only chicken nuggets in my air fryer is because they're easy to clean. Yeah. You know, you put the air, you put the chicken nuggets in there, they nothing happens, and then you just take them out. And then you put more chicken nuggets in there next weekend on Saturday night at 2 a.m. Take them out. With you, you, you get those if you're putting that in there, huh? You get those low fat chicken nuggets, don't you? Those ones that are like 40% less fat or something. Those 160 calories, four grams of fat, 16 grams of protein. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. So with so I would definitely read the instruction manual for your air fryer. Like the reason you can't put you can't put foil in a microwave because the microwaves interact with the foil and it causes a fire. Like it can it creates some type of chemical reaction. You don't want to do that. But air fryer does not use microwaves. Air fryer uses convection heating, is similar to like an oven. So most air fryers, you can use foil. And if you can't use foil, use parchment paper. You can line the inside of your air fryer basket with parchment paper. And that one, it's just paper. So it won't affect anything. And it still will make it easy cleanup, nonstick, all that. Um, now, John, here's, here's the other thing about you. You're a phenomenal chef. Like you just taught me that I can put tin foil in my air fryer and it won't burn my house down. Read, read the instructions, um, but yeah. And I can eat a meal for 500 calories. So I'm excited about that. What I want to know though is, because people don't know about this about you. You are a phenomenal businessman. 
you have great business ideas and you're an aspiring entrepreneur at the heart. All right. That's what you truly are. We know that you want to go back for your MBA. You want to go, you know, make it big in corporate. Great. Phenomenal. But you truly are an aspiring entrepreneur. And even though you're stuck in the army right now, you one day will become an entrepreneur. I truly believe it. Whether you're 55 years old, you're 83, or maybe you're 32. You know, you're not going to be 31. We know that um, because you're about to be 31. But please, I don't need a reminder. This is the business idea of the week, and I want this to be special, and I want to hear it, and I want to give every reason why it's going to be a terrible idea. I want to be the Mark Cuban of this business idea of the week. Yeah, so I, I need to like, this is this is Finn's down tank. I was just dolphin. about to say it's going to be like a dolphin shark tank. tank, especially it's since dolphin, you're it's dolphin tank. Dolphin tank. Well, that's a shark it's, in the background, right? You got you got Meg the shark. Yeah, yeah. So, it is. It is a shark. For those viewing the podcast, that is Meg the shark. We took that shark. Maggie, 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 excuse me, Maggie the shark. We took that shark at our last bar crawl as lifeguards to like, and every bar let us in with that shark, which was absolutely insane to me. It was a giant, it's like what, 84 inches or something like that? It's 80, yeah, it's 84 inches. Good, 84 good inches. Every bar let us in. Absolutely insane. But the key word that Cole was talking about was aspiring entrepreneur. So I am not, like, I am an entrepreneur. I have ideas, but next week, Cole will be giving us a business idea. He's also an aspiring entrepreneur, excited to hear his idea next week. But here's the idea I have. I literally just came up with it this morning because this whole entire time I was like, what am I going to talk about? Like, what what are people going to believe me? How am I going to sell people? Well, we just told people that I'm a chef, so I should probably go with food. So here's my business idea to the Shark Tank. Sticks and stoves. That's what the business, I know. I know you're intrigued. Let me sell you on this idea. So you're on the go, right? You're a busy corporate businessman. Like you're always trying to find, you know, it's always a chore to find lunch or dinner, something accessible, something easy to get. Let's say you're in a time crunch, something that's clean to eat. Well, welcome to Sticks and Stoves. We're not a dining establishment. We are literally a drive-through slash walk-through establishment. So this call, this solves two problems. One, everything in this restaurant is served on a stick. So you got corn dogs, you got kebabs, you can even customize your own stick. You can put your own meat and vegetables on, to, on it. Like you can customize it on the website. We're going to have an app, a website, but sticks and stoves, it's a plan on sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, sticks and stoves will not hurt you. It will only benefit you with your working life every single day. Why? Because it's easy to eat. It's clean. It won't make a mess. It's cheap. Cause I mean, I mean, Kebabs are what? They're cheap. Like you go to a establishment, kebabs don't run you like what? What's the, what the fuck is the stone for? It's stoves, sticks and stoves. Yes, stove. Wait, sticks and what? Stove, like a cooking stick and sticks and stoves. So it's a play on sticks and stones, but it's called sticks and stoves. I get that. That's actually a good idea. Um, I know. Here's, so here's, how are you going to make money off of that? Well, the, the, that's the thing. Everybody's on the go. So like everything we sell is cheap, right? So whether we're like a brick and mortar establishment, we're not going to have any dining. So we don't have any labor costs as far as like waiters, waitresses, et cetera. We can like everything served on a stick. So it's like cheaper ingredients that we can get. We can also go into like, you know, more premier ingredients later on as we get become a bigger establishment. 
But like the cool thing about us, you can customize your own stick. Let's say you have allergies. Let's say you're on a diet. Let's say, oh, I want shrimp, tomatoes, peppers, this and this and this. You got all your ingredients, everything you need on a stick. We drizzle with the oil, the sauce that you want, and we hand it to you. And our patent pending cone holder. So this holder, this cone, all the drippings from your stick is going to go on this cone. So it won't make a mess as you're carrying it around, you're eating it, you just dispose it. You throw it away, easy cleanup. One thing I want to mention to the viewers that we don't have yet. These ideas are all free ideas for you because we don't have a patent on these either. These are all ideas that you can go take a stab at right now. We don't have it. We don't have a patent. If we you, don't have a copyright. If, if you want to take sticks, and, yeah, take sticks and stoves and run with it. Let and, me know. And make it. some money off of it, brother. Like, come on. This is John Ardell's gift to you. He may, he's a gift giver. Um, gift giver. That's all I do. Gift gifts. I will be a gift giver in the next episode, but I'm not right now. Like, that's a, that's a gift I might take tomorrow and, you know, work my magic. But I truly, I don't know about what I would say about how does kebabs make money? It's, it, it's food. So, so the good, okay. You think, yeah, like if you're on the, if you're on the run, let's say, or if you're driving in a car, right? A sandwich is hard to eat. The filling pops out the back. You're making a mess on your, your, your you know, your lap or whatever. But if you get something on a stick, we can, we give you a guarantee that there will be no drippage in our patent pending stick holder because it's going to catch your drippings and then catch all of that so you can eat it literally place in your cup holder and there's no mess while you're driving so this is actually more toward those driving through a drive-through trying to rush trying to get a quick meal before they go to work get a quick meal before they get on the road and it's healthy fresh ingredients sustainable and you can customize your own stick if you want steak get steak if you need protein get that we also will have dessert options. You could put bananas and, you know, fucking marshmallows on there if you want. But like you can, it's, it's, it's on a stick, sticks and stoves. Take it. Run with John, it. I like it. I like it now. So I don't, yeah. I don't know if that's an applicable, you know, position to have in every market, but I think it's a good, it's honestly, it could sell. I, I I really think it can. And I've I've actually I if no one takes this idea, I'm running with this idea when I get out of the army. I might go bankrupt. I don't care. But it's like every business is a risk. And this is a risk I'm willing to stick my neck in. This is the food truck business, isn't it? Is it not? It can be a food truck or it can be a drive-thru establishment. Whatever is, is I, I, I probably think you're gonna stick to a food truck first and then you're gonna realize you're fucking your all your eggs are in one basket, and that basket is the back of that truck. Cole, what are your pet peeves about the army? Why do you bring up the army, John? Because we're both in the army. Like, what? I mean, what else? Like, everyone has something to complain about, whether it's army, marines, whatever. We just happen to be in the army, so it just makes sense that we have pet peeves about the army. Where's so the pet peeves? In my opinion, John, this is the most polarizing segment of possibly the entire reality TV podcast. Right? This is reality TV as we talk. Um, this is not scripted. This is unscripted. This is, we're unqualified as well. We're definitely unqualified. As you could tell, if you have, if you could not tell by this podcast, we are 100% unqualified. I don't know if, and I'm going to get into the, my own tip, I'm going to say it right away. 
if anyone that's been in the military has a sick call and they know how a sick call works, I have a problem with it. And I'm completely, and this is coming from, you know, experience from the, the hindsight. This isn't from, you know, what I expect from people in the future. This is just from what I saw in the back. People don't understand what people are trying to do with sick call. Literally, when it comes to primary care managers, doctors, when you're in the civilian world, you have a problem, you have insurance, you go to the doctor, you schedule an appointment. It could be a couple weeks away, that's fine. You get seen. In the military, guess what? You got great insurance. You got TRICARE, phenomenal. Everything's free. Your, your fucking family, your dependents, everything's free. It's phenomenal. It's so great. Except the fact is, you can't get seen. And guess what? You'll never get seen by the same motherfucking doctor twice. That's the thing. You have to jump well, through so many hurdles. They'll have you go. If you're in Georgia, they'll have you go to South Carolina to see a fucking chiropractor if you need if you have back problems. And then if you're in South Carolina, they'll have you go to the same fucking person that could have gone in Georgia. They'll have you go to Georgia for your back problems. It's it's all it's a fucking puzzle and it's a Rubik's Cube of how they figure out scheduling. And I don't I don't get it. The other thing is sick call, you show up, whether you have a, a fucking COVID-22 and Dr. Fauci just stuck the virus in you and you're, you're going to screw yourself. It doesn't matter if you, you're literally going to have COVID or you're going to have a runny nose or you ran out of tampons, anything. It could be literally anything that you have or like me, I think I have skin cancer on my back. I do. Yeah. And... So what did I do, John? I scheduled an appointment. Now I skipped. I didn't. I skipped sick call. Now that was a, that was a sneak peek. I I shouldn't have done that, but I did. You shouldn't. Um, but sick calls at five a.m. to six a.m. in the morning every day, and that's how you have to get the sick call. And then all they're gonna do is be like, all right, go schedule an appointment, and the appointment comes out two hours, not two two hours, two months later, and then all of a sudden two months later, they put you three months later to the doctor. Yeah. So you, you schedule with an army medic, basically, to see sick call. And then you're like, all right, we think your COVID is valid. Or we think your use need for tampons or your skin cancer is valid. We will send you to a primary care manager, which is your, basically your PA, your physician assistant in the civilian world. But it's really, it's our, our primary care manager, whatever you want to call it our physician assistant in the army. Yeah. And then they're going to basically check us, make sure we're not full of shit. They're going to vet us for the second time to send us to our, you know, our doctor, our referral. They're going to refer us to a doctor. The reason why this is, is because so many people in the military cop out and are fucking sandbagging. There's a bunch of people that are just full of shit, trying to get disability. They're trying to get out of work. They're trying to get out of deployments and they're trying to get out of duty. So what do we have happening to us? We have an overload in the system and people that have actual problems, you know, genetic problems that could actually happen to them that could, could yeah. cause death or something's much more like insignificant, but in a, in a real way, like, a real virus or something like they need help, but they have to go in the same sick call line as everyone else. 
And then there's another line after that. And there's another line after that. And there's my infuriation with it was, and you might have a similar experience, but like when I had my heart issues, yeah, I was bouncing around and then like TRICARE was in the middle. It's basically like the cloud. Basically, you get seen by the primary care manager and then they're going to send you to the doctor. And the doctor's like, hey, we'll call you. Like, hey, you, you want to schedule here? All right, sweet. Oh, we're just about to schedule. Oh, wait, we can't because TRICARE hasn't approved it. So then you call TRICARE. TRICARE is like, hey, we need your primary care manager to send the documents over to us before they send it to the doctor. And yep. then the, the, it takes two weeks for that. All of a sudden, two weeks later, they are like, okay, we'll send it to the doctor. The doctor's like, hey, um, can you please have the primary care manager send it as well because we lost it from them. So then all of a sudden they got two nodes coming to them. That's four weeks after the four weeks that you waited. That's eight weeks. And then it's like, hey, we have a seven week, you know, we're backed up seven weeks. So you're waiting four months to get seen. And then it's like the system is just, it's broken. So I hate it. But, you know, that's my arm and peeve. Cole, I need you to give me a fun fact. After ranting about sitcom, I need you to provide us and the listeners with a fun fact to end the podcast with. What about two fun facts? Give us three. Just give us some fun no, facts. I don't, have two. I don't have two. I have one good one and I have one real fact, not fun fact. All right. Did you know that Fruit Loops have no distinguishing flavor? Yeah. Red, no. green, no. blue, yellow, purple. There's no different flavor between each loop. Yeah, they all taste the same. That's disappointing to me. I thought they were like grape, orange, strawberry, lemon. Oh, you thought they, you thought they were different flavors? I did. I did, John. So don't, don't insult me. Did you know Fruity Pebbles? Did you know Fruity Pebbles are all the same flavor too? I didn't know that either. But yeah. Don't give me all the insight. All right. That could have been the next episode's fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Here's my second fun fact. Since we're all trying to be healthy, you know what I mean? You're talking about the air fryer. Yeah. Good locale options. Putting wood sticks into the air fryer to burn up a house. And then hundred dollar hundred calorie happy dads up here. Hey, one you one know, gram one gram of carbs. If you're trying to burn two point five calories a minute you should kiss somebody kissing only burns 2.5 calories a minute a minute so if you're trying to burn a happy dad you should kiss somebody after this for 40 minutes 40 minutes you're gonna burn <laughs> i'm serious 40 minutes you're gonna burn 100 calories so wait if i kiss somebody for like i'm non-stop like making out with for 40 minutes, you're going to burn a happy day. You're going to burn the lemon lime right off me, John. See, I would almost think you burn more calories if you kiss for a whole well, minute. Well, if you're moving the rest of your body. I'm just talking, I'm just talking, you know, a little bit of lip. Just if you're just going like this. I mean, that's your neck. That's don't ever do that again. Um, <laughs> If you're doing anything else, just... <laughs> That's actually how I kiss. I'm just. All right. So that's why we don't want to ever see you again. Like on, on that, set, you know, on that, <laughs> in that, you know, arrangement right there.
Um, but yeah, those, those are my two fun facts. Well, I mean, honestly, the fruity, the, the Fruit Loops thing, I mean, I I found that out from because I listened to this other podcast the other day, but I'm sure that's a shock to most of the other viewers. Um, I've never watched the podcast in my life, so I've never. But you know what, John? Take us home. Take us home on this. Con- give us a conclusion. All right. So first of all, we want to thank all of you for listening to the very first podcast. This is like a presidented moment for the Fins Down organization, for the Fins Down group, for all of you, for all of us. So thank you for listening, and we hope you guys can stay tuned for the next episodes all the way up, like I said, to 212, and then we're going to split and never do a podcast again. But once again, join us. Thank you, Happy Dad, not a sponsor. Great seltzers. Till next time.